creation is beautiful. See what's happening this week with the pop culture. And now there's only two left for each of us. And I think we have the same two. I don't know what order we have those two. Yeah. So should we hit up should we hit them up with our honorable mentions real quick? Yeah, let's do that. Uh quick shout-outs, and I believe Ruben and Jake will agree with most of these. For me, uh the creator, oh my god, what a what a moving sci-fi piece. What there's, a film. Yeah, it no, there there are the the only re- this thing is literally knocking at the door of my top 10. It's my number 11. Yeah. It, it is, is so, so underrated. Everyone it bashes so it online. It is not that bad. Underrated. People bash this movie for no reason. Yeah. It is it is gorgeous. It deals with such amazing themes. It looks spectacular on what is essentially nowadays what would be considered like a shoestring budget. Like it, it's not it's not a small budget at all, but like it's tiny compared to like to a blockbuster. It's like half. It's like eighty yeah. million when and, and yet million. not it has all the flair and even more heart than like half the blockbusters you see today. Uh, on top of that, I also want to give a quick shout out to my boy, the man, the myth, the legend himself, M Night Shyamalan. Knock on the cabin. Very good film. Beautiful return to form. Great performances all around. Dave Bautista. God damn it, dude! Please never go back to wrestling. Keep making <laughs> really. You're really good. You're really good. It's only gonna get better. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. And That's also my that, yeah. Yeah, I'll also group that with Nimona. Two animated films this year. That oh my god! You stole two of my honorable men- mentions. Uh, I'm sorry, but those two movies, like ah, you know what I mean? Mm, beautiful beautiful man yeah no those two yeah those are where my 11 and 12 uh so goddamn good so goddamn beautiful as well um and i love how spider-verse has brought in this age of animation where everyone's trying whatever the hell they want with animation yeah. and they're just not making and, we have to make it look as realistic as possible which is good pixar did yeah. that really well but now they're going to the other extreme where it's like oh we can stylize this we can make it its own thing it doesn't have to look like a live action movie. thank god the stylization on those two movies in particular, ooh, and and the and the themes and the heart and the, there's so much heart in both of those movies. Unlike something like you know, like Wish, there's this kind of chat. They pumped it in the Chat GPT and they kind of just saw where it would go. <laughs> uh, the only honorable mentions I'd add, um, well, the Matilda movie at the beginning of the year was really good. Yes. I like that. I was gonna say that was technically 2022, right? Yeah, that was January, I think, right? Or was it December or last year? It was December. Okay. 
Strike that. Okay. I was about to say, because if not, that would have been my number seven of, of the year. Of the year. But... Okay. okay. I'll add two then. Mission Impossible, which Jacob said, which yeah. is incredible, really well yes. done. It's not as good as Fallout, but I still mm-hmm. thought it was really well done. The train sequence at the end blew my mind. And best of all, it frightened Joe Biden, which I, I don't think any <laughs> other movie has done this year. I think that, that, you get, yeah, you get the Oscar for frightening uh, a president of a first world country. That, that's what you get. <laughs> Hold that W. Take that W. Right. You the and then Jonathan didn't like this one as much, but I think it's really good dream scenario with Nick Cage. Um, it's great. Know, it's is that your worst of the year or did you think it was like mid? It is like it is like the turning point on the point at like the part of the list where I'm like, eh. Oh, that's a lot. Well, I thought it's really well done. It's a unique concept. I think it's one of my favorite Nick Cage performances just because it's not overly showy, but at the same time, it has yeah. a lot of nuances in it. As he's playing this pathetic uh history professor. No, yeah. it's not it's evolutionary history professor. Evolutionary yeah. Yeah, um, but basically it deals with this guy who becomes famous because he's in everyone's dreams. It's never explained why, and some people were pissed at that, but I feel like that misses the point of the movie itself. You don't really have to know why it was happening. Yeah. I think the point overall yeah. explanation is, had nothing to do with it. it yeah. I think the point overall all of the movie is just to show, oh, this is what fame does to a person. And I think it does it well. Everyone always complains about these cancel culture movies that like analyze it. But I feel like this one did it in a nuanced way. And I really liked it. And I feel like with a like concept like this, you always walk out usually with like an independent movie that has a unique concept like this. You walk out thinking, oh, they didn't explore that fully. With this one, I feel like they went in every conceivable direction you could with this. So I also appreciated that. Uh, Jacob, yeah. did you have any honorable mentions you wanted to mention? No. <laughs> um, I I think you guys covered a lot of it. I, the thing is, like I said at the beginning of this list, uh, I didn't watch as many movies as I wanted to uh, by the end of this year. But the movies that I do have down in my list, I would say might have end up, ended up in my honorable mention list if it, if it weren't for uh, you know me not watching everything. Not for my dishonorable mentions. Quantumania, F you. The Flash, F you. Saltburn, all style, no substance, F you. Five Nights at Freddy's, dumb fun, still F you. <laughs> but, uh, That's all I got. That everything else. Oh, Maestro, we're running out of time. Next episode. Next episode. The Maestro episode. I'm I'm, I'm digging into you. Now, you know what? I'm going to hold off. I want to wait for the Oscar nominations to come out, and then I'm going to have you talk about Maestro. If he gets nominated for that, I swear to God, I'm done. I'm done. All right. That might happen. I wonder if we do have the same, like, order for the last two, or did you Uh, check already? Jonathan. Jonathan No, I like Spider-Verse better. Yeah. Okay. So, my number two is Spider-Verse. Jacob's number two is Spider-Verse. Yeah. Oppenheimer, us. Your number two is Oppenheimer. Yeah. How do we want to tackle this then? Yeah. Our top How two. do we want to tackle this? Let's hit. Let's hit Spider Verse first because yep. you guys beat me two to one on on who has what at one and who has what at two. Yeah. You yeah. you explain why you. Have yeah. Why do you have it above Oppenheimer? I guess above. like why why is it your favorite movie of the year? I could pause Spider Verse. Oh well, well. Oh, you know what? Let me let me begin with this. If you guys follow me on Letterbox uh, at JQ Cinema, JQ spelled J A Y Q U E. Um, <laughs> if you follow me there and you see my favorite films, they're all animated. Animation is, I think, the pinnacle 
of 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 artistic medium to me. I feel like it is truly the the marriage of everything that we've done so far as 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 human beings. You know, storytelling, uh, like storytelling, movies, painting, basically. Like it's 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 the culmination of everything that we've done. To me, my favorite movies are are in no particular order. You know, Into the Spider Verse, Prince of Egypt, Princess Mononoke. Fantastic, fantastic Mr. Fox. Like these are like movies that move me to my core. You know, I think animation is a terribly underrated medium of yeah. of entertainment. I think that a lot of times people are like, "Oh, that's some kitty shit," but th- these movies hit you so hard. And for me, the thing when it comes to Spider Verse, uh, I, I mean, first of all, I'm just a sucker for the superhero genre. But second of all, this is just. it's such an emotionally driven movie you know there's so much to sink your teeth into and and, and it takes this look at the superhero genre that few superhero movies are are really willing to take which is kind of like let's look at the patterns let's look at the like the genre as a whole what things keep happening what's generic why why do we keep why do we keep letting this these things happen for me, the one thing that Spider-Verse did really well is that it kind of questions modern Spider-Man as a whole. Why does Peter Parker always have to suffer in every single modern comic book? He, The man can never get a happy ending. He kills Mary Jane or he goes crazy or he gets killed. Like It's like, why does he always have to suffer? Why is this pinnacle to Spider-Man? What really is pinnacle to Spider-Man? This is asking something. Of, this, this, is, this movie... Like, first of all, action-packed, but that's not really what brings you to it again and again. It's the story. It's the characters. It's the voice acting. It is the animation. For yeah. me, the animation is what really puts this above. Because if not, Oppenheimer beats it story-wise. Oppenheimer has a better story, you know? <clears throat> Clearly. This movie is a moving artwork. You could pause this at any moment. And it, it's just a painting, you know what I mean? It is a beautiful marriage of of several different forms of animation, of 2D, 3D hybrid, of, of CGI. Like, it, this mixes so many different, like, methods of animation into one. Like, this is, yeah. this is masterful. Like, this is crazy. That Spider-Man chase scene, for example, when they're chasing Miles, I can't believe, like, they, they said it took them, like, two years I I was like, oh, no way that took less than seven. That's insane to me. Like that, <laughs> this movie, it, it's a technical marvel. It is it is technically so beautiful. And it's about a, a genre that is so close to my heart in a year when that genre has been hurting me time and time and time and time again, you know? Okay. Well, the only thing, I, this movie obviously is a 10 out of 10 for me. One of my top two of the year. It is neck and neck. The only thing that brings Oppenheimer above it is Oppenheimer is a complete tale. And this feel feels incomplete in the sense that I don't know what's going to happen. It could go down if it's the third movie's bad, like Force Awakens went down for me, or it could yeah. like go up and become... I think the greatest trilogy of all time, if they nail the third movie at this point. And I love this movie. The animation's outstanding. The character works amazing. As you said, it tackles the themes of Spider-Man really well. Um, also credit to all the voice actors as well. Um, in particular, Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfeld as Gwen, um, Oscar Isaac as a Spider-Man 2099. Outstanding. Ben, Sh- uh, not Ben Schwartz, Jason Schwartzman. I almost said Ben Schwartz. Jason Schwartzman has uh, the spot also he really was so well. good. He, he was, was so, so good, good in this. 
Oh, <laughs> um, you know what's a really good in Brian Tyree Henry? You too. You too, Brian. I'm of the same opinion. I'm of the same opinion. Come on, Brian. Uh, but yeah, no, Spider-Verse is a work of art. It is one of the best Western animated films ever made, in my opinion. I think the only thing keeping it down is one, the third movie hasn't come out yet, and B, I don't know when the third movie's gonna come out. Yeah. <laughs> no, that the, the for me, for me, it's this. And I'm guessing it was as hard as you guys. These two kept going back and forth for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really hard. Um, I, and I, I do think in, in several ways, Oppenheimer is the better movie. But this is it comes down to kind of like personal taste. Like this movie just, it's just, it's made for me. You know what I mean? It feels like, it feels like something that hits everything that I love. And it's just done to perfection. And I mean, like, even if the third movie isn't stellar, I feel like I will always have the moments of this movie that just hit me. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, yeah, it'll hit, but not as hard. Not you know same, what I mean? No. But then yeah. I can close my eyes and pretend. No, I'm just... <laughs> Jacob, anything you want to add about Spider-Verse? Um, I'd say it's a great movie and it has like the themes of like fate. both movies kind of have a theme of fate. You know what I mean? Like, oh, is this is this like going to happen? Like, is there any way I can avoid it? No, it's it's it's, it's great in that sense. And I feel like okay, you you want to say something real quick, Jonathan? No, no, finish. No, I'm just raising my hand as a joke. I'm gonna continue after you finish. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just think like yeah. I mean, it's a question of like in Spider Man, like does all this stuff have to happen in order for him to be the the hero that he becomes or like that that hero that um you know that's un, like unselfish unwavering and like and 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 just like is quick to act you know what i mean and so i think it's just it's it's very interesting for sure and i i love i love what they did with miguel o'hara um he doesn't really feel like a villain he feels more like like he's nuanced you know what i mean like i, yeah. I love these these both of these movies the characters are nuanced they're dynamic um, but I think the reason I picked Oppenheimer over uh, uh, Across the Spider-Verse was because, well, first, I am a scientist myself. I would consider myself a scientist. And so, like, I just, I enjoy just, like, you know, anything that's about, like, any discovery and stuff like that. And this seems to be, like, you know, one of the most, like, I, I guess, groundbreaking discoveries and or, like, like, you know findings in our in our like generation or literally groundbreaking huh yeah so like <laughs> a movie about something that can cause so much damage and harm I and mean, oppenheimer is just something that's more I, I guess appealing in a sense where like i'm just like dang like this this did this really have to happen like i mean if if he weren't the person to make it then someone else would have and so it was a race to it for for it for it um yeah and so yeah yeah oppenheimer is not yeah sorry so i was gonna say uh, I was going to say, just, just to close up on Spider-Verse, because it seems like we're moving on to Oppenheimer. Yeah. One last thing. And also, a call out on Jacob. Jacob, you had the opportunity to say, I'm something of a scientist myself when transitioning <laughs> from Spider-Man to Oppenheimer, and you completely dropped the ball. I'm so sorry. So I award you no points. Yeah, yeah. No, but I was going to say that last thing about Spider-Verse before I forget, and I know you guys are getting tired of me mentioning this without having it published, but that's another reason that Spider-Verse really hit me is because something that I like to deal with a lot in like the things that I write is fate, is destiny. How much power do you actually have over the shit that you that you like make of yourself? Like, do you yeah. have any power about the person you'll become? You know, that hit me. 
You know, that hit yeah. me in a way that Oppenheimer did it. Oppenheimer, though, now that we're transitioning into it, I'll let you guys kind of open the floor because it's your number one, my number two. So I did already kind of like say yeah, a lot you did. what I want to Oppenheimer say. is the best biopic ever made, in my opinion. I am not wavering in that opinion. That's I don't not think... ridiculous. That's not ridiculous to say that. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's best film from a technical standpoint, from an acting standpoint. Um it is his crowning achievement. He better win the Oscar this year. Um, Oppenheimer. I mean, why do I love Oppenheimer so much? Well, I guess it's just how uniquely structured it is. Um, it doesn't tell the story in a linear fashion, which is makes it uniquely Nolan. But at the same time, you follow it completely beginning to end. You never get lost in it. It's not like other Nolan films. It's mainstream enough. But what I really love about it, um, all the acting performances are great. It's the writing. The writing of this right. movie is yeah. absolutely outstanding. Um, it builds from that first scene where he's staring at the raindrops to that last scene where he's staring into the distance. Like a complete story is told, even though it's a non-linear story you understand who oppenheimer was as a person even a little bit after these three hours and that's also what's expertly done in this it's a three-hour movie it felt like it was one it is one of the best paced movies i've ever seen of this length like even beyond something like the batman or endgame or even killers the of the Rings movies this has better pacing yeah. than i was gonna say or killers of the flower moon this has some out for me this is why it's above it the pacing in this movie is insane dude and Ludwig Gorson is a big part of this movie. Yes. Um, oh, absolutely. That sounds modern great. That man yeah. is going to be up there. With I think I've, li I've listened to that entire soundtrack like three or four times yeah. at this point. He's going yeah, to be like, up there if, with if John Williams. He did not he's go that hard. Sorry, Jonathan. I said he's going to be up there with like John Williams, Hans Zimmer, Anita Morricone. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the man, the man is securing his spot there at this point. Like he's just, just killing it. He's going to win a second Oscar Oscar with this. Yeah. No, sure. Yeah. And as Ruben was saying, yeah, it's not that the score is complex. Oh, yeah. It's not that the score is complex. It's that it elevates the entire movie. Like, I, you watch clips online. There's the scene where uh, Downey's character Strauss and Oppenheimer are talking around the table about uh, what they should do about nuclear armament now that the Russians are getting involved. And the score's just going ham in the background. And, like, I watched that scene back, and I'm like, I don't think this scene would be as interesting or compelling if the score wasn't just going hard in the background. It just elevates the entire yeah. film. I think the partnership between Gorson and Nolan might be more fruitful eventually than his partnership with Zimmer. And that's saying yeah. a lot. Which yeah, is crazy is. to say. It's a crazy thing to say. Absolutely. The only, I think the only Zimmer work that beats this, like... Interstellar. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was just talking to someone. That's that's Zimmer's crowning achievement. Like that, that's what cemented him for me. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, this man's there. He's yeah. there. He's there. He's there. He's he's on the. It's, he's on should the have won for that score. I'm glad he won for Dune, though. Yeah, he should have won for Interstellar. Though. Dune he is should have won for Interstellar. But yeah, oh my god, this movie. I I saw it twice in in uh, 30 millimeter IMAX. 70, which, you little bastard. 70 millimeter. Sorry, in 70 millimeter IMAX, which uh, you know, not to not to brag and nothing. Stop but, it. And we've talked a lot about it on the episode. On the well, Ruben and I talked a lot about it on the Barbenheimer episode. I guess Jacob wasn't there for that. But, was I uh, not there for that episode? Oh, you were. Oh, yeah, I guess not. Yeah, you were at camp. Dang. But like, my God! Like seriously, this, I'm telling you, this movie very close to being my number one. Very close. Um, everything has a payoff. Every moment 
gets called back. There are the, from the simplest. There's no throwaway lines in this movie. There's not a single line in this movie that feels like it was just kind of like put in there and it's like okay, fill the space, keep moving. Everything has a like a like a, a moment of completion. You know, everything yeah. kind of comes full circle and, and and closes off. There's this one time where uh, his first student his his first student walks into his classroom right and he's like and oppenheimer says hey you'll be fine you'll be fine you'll be okay and there's that yeah. moment that's not exactly what he says but then that same student comes in as an assistant for someone in the trinity in the trinity camp and he says the exact same line to him again it's like these yeah. moments of like it, it, there are so many full circle moments like that and even in the last scene of the movie, like after Op after Oppenheimer drops just the most insane like line, one of the most like I've I've never had my stomachs just sink like hearing mm -hmm. a line. It is one of the best final lines in the movie ever, in my opinion. Yeah, top but twenty they, at the very they, least. They go through several shots of things that we've seen before. We see the we see the uh, image of that of that uh that one guy who was like flying and he saw like a B2 missile but now Oppenheimer's in the cockpit. We see the map like getting drowned in water. We see the explosion. We see all these things that we've seen throughout the movie and they're all coming together in this moment showing you how everything that's happened in this movie has led to this conclusion of we are screwed. Like yeah. and the yeah acting, uh Again, just like Killers, not a single acting job in this movie that is not, like, exquisite. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Since you were mentioning the imagery, I want to shout out the other person who has a lock on the Oscar, probably. Hoyten by Hoyt Hoyta von Hoytema, the cinematographer, is locked for this. He's one. He's one. He's one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> he won when the movie came out. <laughs> the show was it's yeah. amazing. It's there, amazing. This very... winning score and cinematography for sure. Also, the moment that makes this score work the best. <sighs> Kenneth gonna, Branagh. Gonna... Kenneth Branagh. Oh. Can you hear the music? Yeah. Yes. Ah, that moment is so good. He's like, you don't have to be good at math. Forget the theories. Can you hear the music? Swells in. You're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> so good. So good. You're like, I am, I'm in it now. Like, this is and it. it's the like, thesis of Oppenheimer as a person as well. That that yeah. line right there. That's that's yeah. it, this. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Jay. Audio storytelling. That, that like, are you kidding me? Like, that's crazy. Not no, just this, visual, audio storytelling. Like, Jacob, it's, it's so few movies are able to actually do yes. that. I mean, I mean, if you want, if you want like a soft example, like James Gunn. Very good when it comes to using popular soundtrack. He understands that it's audio and visual. This yeah. is that times like a bazillion. Like this is masterpiece levels of like everything is working together. The, the screenplay is tight. All right. The cinematography is phenomenal. The acting amazing. Everything in this movie is perfect, man. It's yeah. I, I like it's it, it, it's um. let me let me look at my rankings here. I think, yeah, it's one of, I only gave three movies that came out this year, five stars. And that was, that was one of them. That like, movie, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's very it's good. Like, it's very good. It's very hard to find any flaws in it. Cause like, I, I really don't think there's a better way you can make yeah. that. Like that, yeah. that shit yeah. is like as good as it gets. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I really don't think there's, yeah. Also, and Ruben and I talked about this in, in our episode, but RDJ, man. Oh yes. my God. The only, way he, the only way I don't get pissed if he doesn't win is if Robert wins, if the other Robert wins it. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hear Gosling has energy to win it. We we shall see if that for Barbie. Yeah, yeah, apparently no. Yeah, no, no, I'm being real. No. I'm being real with you. Yeah, he's not winning for. He was amazing. He was amazing. Any other but he year, he has buzz to win. I'm just telling you. Right I was now. gonna say any other year he might have won. Favorite probably. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I was gonna say any other year I would have given that performance a shot. I mean, this year was too stacked, year, man. Yeah. Come on, you exactly. had Leo. You had you had you had Cillian. Cillian oh, Murphy. Oh, lead actor is gonna be a bloodbath this year. I'm talking about lead well. actors. I'm sorry. You had. You had you had a uh, what you had Giamatti? Did you Giamatti? Here you had Paul Giamatti. Does Paul Giamatti count as a as a as a? He's yeah. the lead. Oh, is he the lead? Oh, I'm talking stopped. about supporting. I heard yeah, Cillian. Sorry. I thought he was talking about. No, no, that I was an accident. I switched it up after that. You probably one of the people from Iron Claw could win that. Jeremy Allen White could probably win Best Support. I don't think that Iron Claw has that much buzz just because it came out so late in the year, which That's is so unfortunate. Stupid. Unfortunate, dude. Yeah. That's an A24 thing. They, they kind of dropped the ball on that. You screwed yeah. us over. No, but yeah, I don't know, man. Robert Dunn. I was looking like Ruben but said. That could have won for that movie. McCallany or whatever that dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely. Would, yeah. For, yeah. At least nominated for yeah. mm-hmm. I was gonna say anything the, uh, you want to add about Oppenheimer. I don't think you've said much. I mean, this entire conversation. I think the the only thing I would I would want to say is just like, like what you were saying. I wanted I wanted to emphasize, reemphasize like the way that they reveal like the story or like information. It's just writing. It, the writing is beautiful. Everything flows together, even though it's like it 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 almost feels like it should be choppy, but it's not. Not it's not choppy at all. It, it it all works. You know what I mean. And like the music is just like it, it connects everything. It's the connective tissue, essentially. And like when when things get dramatic or when when they want to like display his mind or kind of like kind of convey what he's thinking and like the 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 complexity of what what you know like all the things that he's like deciding and the dilemmas you know. I mean, like it's just it's just beautifully done because like it's just a cacophony of sound and especially like when he's in front of that crowd, like fi- after like the the test and the and the music just drops out, like you know what I mean? It's just like he's like, "What have I done?" He's like, "Really?" That's like a it's like a culmination of everything. He's like, "I it's- I accomplished it, but what is it going to lead to?" That and is when like, the what movie, is- yeah, it's when the movie's themes very much like the movie's entire mood completely switches. Like, yeah, oh. it's just beautiful. It's it's great. Yeah, it's but but inaccurate American flag. I'm gonna have to dock it to a four oh and a half. <laughs> John, did you finish your point about Downey? I feel like I interrupted that. Uh, yeah, you did. I was gonna say uh, that I, I I sent the video to you guys, but I, every once in a while I'll see like a clip of his online, and the one that I saw recently was oh, Louis Strauss was once a was once a lowly shoe salesman. No, just a shoe salesman. Oh my. God, dude! Oh my God! Every line in this movie is so good. Like I feel, oh my, what is uh true? Like like uh amateur power, or whatever seeks the sun and it burns out. True power hides in the shadows. Oh my! Yes. <laughs> and you know, I'm gonna call out J.J. Abrams. This had mystery box done right because you have the mystery of what. Uh, Oppenheimer and Einstein said the entire movie. Yes, and it builds and it builds and it actually it thematically works. pays off. It doesn't yeah, just pay it, off; it yeah. fits the entire movie. Dude, when it it's pays the off. it's the final piece in what is just a perfect puzzle. 
it clicks every everything clicks in the place with that moment. Yeah, JJ Abrams wishes he was a filmmaker like a uh, freaking Chris Nolan. Wait, wait, wait yeah. Ruben, stop right there. You could have stopped that JJ Abrams. <laughs> he wishes he was, he a, was filmmaker. a filmmaker. You could have stopped it right. You could have ended that sentence right there. And we would have all been That's happy. Brutal, dude. Brutal. I like Star Trek. I'm going to be real. He's, I like his Star Trek. His Star Treks are all right. They're good. They're they are. All good. right. Uh, any other points you want to make, guys, before we uh, end this really long episode? Nah, we're gonna have to split no. this into two parts. I hope you know that, just like we did last year. Yeah, I know. I tried not to, but we failed. I guess we all gushed too much about our movies. Yes, we love these. I was, these I was very concise. You were. I, I thought we we're gonna go like in that, and uh, we're gonna follow the same vein. You know, like just. List the movies. Yeah, Jacob, Jacob, set a, and Jacob set a beautiful precedent, and then we ignored it. Exactly. I don't know what the hell happened. You know. You know what? That's a good point. Let's start it from the beginning. Let's refilm it. Hell no. Hey. Right. And to wrap up, uh, Steamboat Willie is now public domain bastard. So here, I'm going to play the entire cartoon at the end. You're gonna play the. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna do play that. The, play the audio though. Don't don't play my outro. Play the Steamboat Willie music. The little whistly. Oh, right oh, it's not copyrighted anymore? Yeah, it's not. That's not copyrighted oh, anymore. Play that music. Play the music. Dance, Jacob. Dance with me. Dance with me, Jacob. The music playing. Dance with me. Let's go. Let's go. We're driving the boat. We're driving the boat. It's the 2024. the away. We're driving the boat in the 2024. <laughs> cool credits. For this uh, remix of Steamboat Willie goes to Eclectic Method on YouTube. Let's hit it. <laughs>